now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio. The show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Remember, it is that time of year where you have to give the gift of flight. If you're having trouble figuring out what to get the, you know, that perfect gift for the person on your holiday gift giving list, it is, of course, a discover flight for someone who is not a pilot or maybe continuing education or some cool little aviation, you know, uh, accessory or something. We, We did like a top 10 list last week to help you out, but. You know, one of these Discover flights is probably the best gift that a pilot can give a non-pilot. you know pilot. It just doesn't get any better. And all you have to do is go to like a, you know, a lo- local FBO or a flight school, like flight training professionals here in Orlando, and just say, hey, I would like to get a gift certificate. Uh, well, you know, how much it cost me? Well, what, a couple hundred bucks maybe? You figure, Dennis? That'd probably that probably do be, it. It honestly shouldn't be more than that for a typical yeah. Discovery flight. Yeah, so uh, you, you know you make a big impression uh, with the person that you give that gift to. So just uh, you could change their life. Yeah, that's right. You might end up doing a radio show about uh, aviation, and that and actually no, give that a we we already got that base covered. We don't need any more competition. But <laughs> regardless, uh, you know it very well could change your life. They might uh, take on. A career in aviation like our uh, guest that we have on today, who happens to be a family member of Dennis. And that'll be uh, Cat Mostyn has an update for us that we're going to get into a little bit later on. But before we uh, before we do that, you know, last week was the big kickoff to the holiday gift giving season. Thanksgiving. Did you make the best of it? And by that, Dennis, I mean eat all the turkey, gained about 10 pounds. What, what are you coming in at? Uh, uh, check today? in. Unfortunately, check. Yes. Yeah. Is our weight and balance been thrown off or what? No, we're correcting now, but uh, uh, probably uh, over-consumed. We made some good turkey on the smoker and Mm -hmm. uh, all the sides and fixings that went with it. I'm I'm right there with you. I think uh, we're going to have to move me towards the back of the plane to make sure (laughs) that uh, we haven't thrown everything out of whack. But it was a good family little trip I did up to Cincinnati. And it was, you know, despite being the busy, uh, busiest travel weekend of the year, uh, my travel went pretty, you know, pretty smoothly uh, from Orlando to Cincinnati. I even flew economy. What? You're thinking what? With all the, with all the low lives and everything? Yeah, I was right there with them. Actually, I felt like right at home. But no, it was good. It was, it was actually a pretty good experience. I, I thought it would be way worse than it was. And I was even warned. I got an email from Delta warning me to show up an hour early at the airport because there were short TSA agents. And I'm like, great. You know, I, I got TSA pre. I, you know, I try to plan for all that stuff, but I still got to go early. And I did. I, I took their advice, showed up an hour early, and it was just a total waste of time because I zipped right through security, no problems whatsoever. I don't know what they were doing other than just trying to get us you know, herd us like cattle uh, through the through the security checkpoints, 
uh, so there wouldn't be any delays uh, getting people on the planes, I guess. But, you know, well, it is what it, it is. A, yeah. Maybe it was a way to uh, increase sales revenue at all of the concession stands in the airport. You know, it's got to sell more drinks at the bar, sell yeah. more gifts and tchotchkes at the gift shop. And, right. Yeah. It could be. I, I will say uh, CVG, uh, Cincinnati Airport, which is actually in Kentucky. <laughs> it's kind of an odd thing. Uh, they, they've done some things there at that airport, uh, including installing robots. They got robots that'll deliver your food to whatever, wherever you happen to be in the terminal. You know, so you can, you, you know, place an order on your little, uh, you know, iPhone or cell phone and, uh, it'll, uh, fulfill the order at a local, you know, restaurant there in the terminal. And then they'll load it in the robot and the robot will bring it to you wherever you happen to be. Uh, for instance, at the gate waiting to board, I was like, pretty cool idea. And uh, I was like, uh, you know, but nobody was using it. <laughs> so it's one of those novelty things. Maybe they debuted for the holidays to see if people would, uh, you know, play. And maybe someone will do it. But we did, you know, as as long as I spent uh, there at the airport, I didn't see anybody taking advantage of the of robot, robot delivery of their uh, food orders at CVG. But, hey, maybe it's the future. I don't know. Would you do that? Of course I would. I'd yeah. Just to try it out for the novelty, if nothing else. But I guess uh, it'd be faster you know, just to go get it yourself. I think. <laughs> just maybe, but yeah. I've seen some of the lines at some of the, uh, the the different food shops and stuff like that. It'd be better just to go, you know, camp out, get a nice spot next to the gate, and have your food brought to you. I could yes. see the advantage of that. Possibly, possibly. All right. So uh, Thanksgiving weekend, that was kind of mine in a nutshell. And uh, you know, I was around airplanes. It was kind of fun. In, in that sense, and had a, some quality family time. And I'm sure you did the same. I uh, hear you actually saw a holiday movie. That is, th- did this movie just come out, or what? What is this? Yeah, it did. It came out on November 23rd. Okay. Uh, it's a movie called Devotion, and it's a story about uh, naval officers in, during the Korean War. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it got my interest because it's featuring the Vought Corsair. Which, you know, as we all know, Captain Ed is a big fan of that airplane. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just nice seeing these vintage warbirds. And I've seen a number of articles and read some interviews with some of the pilots that did the flying for it. And these, they actually used airplanes that I have seen in person. Uh, they were out of Chino, out of the uh, uh, Planes of Fame Museum. Hmm. So they were flying with real warbirds, with real pilots, not CGI. Uh, I figured I I better go check this one out. Yeah, just you know for research purposes. Okay, so what what was it about exactly? I mean, so it, it, well, I mean, it was a story about uh, uh, Jesse Brown. He was one of the first uh, naval aviators. Um, he was a, a black aviator. Okay, and it was about the relationship and the struggles that he had um, being a minority in the you know in the navy, flying corsairs off a carrier during you know the the end of world war two and start of the Korean war. And it was also, you know, the, about the, uh, the relationship that he forged with uh, one of his uh, other squadron mates, Tom Hudner. Hmm. And, you know, I don't want to give away the whole story, but you know, it's, it's very interesting. They delved a lot into, you know, a lot of the racism and things that were going on back in the forties and fifties. Yeah. Um, but then also with how all of that just erased once you got in the air, you know, all right. So it's like a uh, top gun with Corsairs. Pretty it, much. Yeah. All right. So so you give it two thumbs up then, sounds like. I would. Yeah, I think it was a great, great movie, great flying scenes, you know, well done. Um, 
you know, I think as a pilot, you owe it to yourself to go see stuff like this and support it. Otherwise, uh, we won't get airplanes, you know, real airplanes. We'll have, you know, CGI and green screen type stuff. Yeah, but didn't you, you didn't catch any uh, mistakes. It, it was quality aviation enthusiast uh, type movie that uh, pilots will definitely enjoy even more so than the general public, you think? I think they did really try to keep a sense of realism instead of trying to, you know, go with the over the top, you know, rolling inverted over the top of an enemy fighter, things like like Top Gun did. They tried mm-hmm. to keep it much more realistic. Right. Okay. Well, uh, Devotion, that's the name of the movie out now. And uh, Captain Dennis gives it two thumbs up. And, uh, and did the wife like it too? She's not as. She did. Yeah. Yep as much of a pilot as you, but she j- enjoyed it just as much. So, so this would be a good date movie for the it, pilot. It very much a date movie because it, it was a lot of the relationship between him and his wife and the relationship between the pilots and the squadron. Okay. So, yeah. I like it. Hey, do you, uh, did you do any flying on Thanksgiving? Turkey drops, anything like that? Nothing? No, I didn't what? drop any turkeys, but I did quite a bit of uh, flying over the holiday weekend. I flew with several of the neighbors doing flight training yeah. and, uh, you know, just keeping my head in the game. Well, I'll tell you, you know, like I said, I was in Cincinnati, so I kept looking to the sky just in case. Like, hey, I wonder if there's a chance uh, Dennis or son Austin might fly over and like, hey, Greg, we see you down there. And, you know, a frozen turkey lands on the driveway, but... No such luck. Well, you Maybe know, you next are year. Close to WKRP up there. Of course, it's yeah. Going to happen. See, it's what happens when you go to Cincinnati? All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Approach the great and powerful Roz. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Swirlings! The great and powerful Roz knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Swirlings! The magnificent Roz has every intention of granting your request. Great! But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call aircraft spruce and specialty. Oh, okay, you got me. Uh, just a man behind the curtain with a aircraft spruce catalog. Pretty cool, though, huh? You don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane. You need Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Call 877-4-SPRUCE. 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com. That's aircraftspruce.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plain Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. 
Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Let's face it. We all know that Christmas is a big commercial racket. It's run by a big Eastern syndicate, you know. Christmas bells, those Christmas bells. This is Just Plain Radio. Gregor, co-pilot, that's me along Captain Dennis, playing a little Christmas Snoopy music for Captain Tom. I think it was last year. He said, man, you guys got to play Snoopy. It doesn't feel like Christmas unless you play the Snoopy song. I'm like, all right, well, there you go. We took care of it last year and already have granted his uh, wish for for this year. Uh, You're welcome. And for everyone else, we apologize. Okay, so uh, you're looking for fun things to do over the holidays. Obviously, the top thing on your list should be flying your aircraft if you're a pilot. And uh, we do have another reason or excuse to do so. Not just the $100 hamburger, which is always available to us. But at this time of year, it could be the $100 shopping spree. Is that what you are thinking, Dennis, or what? Well, well, if you can constrain your budget, maybe you can make a shopping spree fit $100. But, Mm. you know, it might be hard. But hey, at least it's an excuse to go fly and, and maybe convince your uh, significant other to come with you. Yeah, uh, Fl- Flying Magazine just put out a little article that I thought was really kind of clever they, where they captured some high-profile airport and uh, shopping mall combos where you can, you know, it's practical to fly to. Yeah. And of course, the first one on the list is Minneapolis-St. Paul International. Now, you know, flying into a Class Bravo airport may not be the first choice for most people, but it is definitely close to the Mall of America. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, in fact, have a light rail that you can go from the airport terminal uh, right to the mall. So it's entirely doable that you could fly in and go shopping and load up at, you know, at the world's or the America's largest shopping mall and uh, head on out. Well, my advice is uh, definitely do this, but I think you do need to put a limit. You know, call it the $100 shopping spree. Otherwise, it could go way, way higher. Well, here's, uh, here's the thing. Get a prepaid debit card. And is that what it that. is? There ah, we go. Okay. So right. you just fund the card ahead of time. And once the card's out of money, then then you have to go home. Right. And maybe you, just, uh, you tell the the non-flying spouse, the, you know, the limit is really high. And this is my gift. And you just use that as an excuse to fly your aircraft. But I love this idea. I, I really do. I think that'd be a great way to take advantage of the season. And, uh, you know, it's a win-win. You get something that she wants or your spouse wants, and then, uh, you know, you get to benefit by flying your aircraft more. Now, uh, Austin is with us, who is Dennis's son and uh, now full-time employee uh, as a jet pilot. Austin, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Uh, are you doing this, too? Are you taking someone, uh, like a significant other? Uh, no. No? Yeah, yeah you're, you're just not willing to talk about it, is what you're saying. Or you're planning no, to do this? I, I already spend enough money flying airplanes. I can't, like, just bring people with. Okay. All right. So he's going to wait till after the holidays so he doesn't have to, you know, invest in all this other stuff. See, I'm putting him on the spot right now because his dad's like, what? There better not be someone else. I got him this far. He needs to make uh, make some of that money back and give it back to dad, right, Dennis? No, I'm not, no? I'm not worried about getting it back. I just want to make right. sure that he's, you know, well set for the future and is able to uh, – 
You know, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm just worried about him picking up a good retirement home for me someday. Well, that's all. That's all what. That's what we wish for all our uh, all our kids for sure is that they'll be able to make enough money to support our retirement. All right. So Austin, speaking of that, you got a new gig, and uh, have you started officially yet, or or what? What's going on? Yeah, I've all officially right. started. Yeah, uh, it's been probably the weirdest. Uh, start to a job that I've ever had. Really? How so? Um, I got hired about three months ago now, uh-huh. and um, I'm only just actually going to start flying the plane like now. Wow, that ha- is that's uh, that's a bit of uh, a long uh, period of time. Why? Why is that? They didn't have the work for you, or what was the oh, reason? They have they had plenty of work. It's yeah. uh, flight safety. The place that you go get your typewriting at is so backed up that it took this long to even get me like the class to go get the typewriting. Ah, I see. So that typewriting was what exactly? Because you're flying what, a Learjet or what are you flying? Yep. So I am now typed in a Learjet 45. So Sweet. I'll be flying that around. And since it is a turbojet powered aircraft that weighs more than 12,500 pounds, yeah. you need a typewriting, special training, all that jazz to right. go fly it. Okay. And how describe this aircraft to me. I mean, how many seats are we talking? And typically, are these uh, outfitted um, with nine passengers? Right. Uh, it's usually like double club seating. Yeah, uh, it it's a go fast and look good doing it kind of nice. Plane. I, I like the sound of this. This is sounding yeah. very appealing, Dennis. Uh, because oh, you know, I know you, you, the gears are already turning in your head, Greg. Aren't yeah, they? you're aren't trying they? to figure out how it, you can finagle a ride to the Bahamas or you know go visit family in Cincinnati. Right. Aren't you? Yeah, how fast yeah. will this uh, aircraft go? Uh, um, awesome. typical cruise is like 0. 0.76 or 0. 0.78 Mach. That's like pretty conservative. So wow. 430 knots or something like okay. that. True. I'm good with that. What about, I, yeah. I, that would get us there quick. I like the sound of this. We could, we could fly all the way out to California in one of those, Dennis. I would, uh, we could. yeah. So, and that would cost us how much Dennis family discount, <laughs> uh, included. Uh, what would it be? Oh, what is it about, uh, somewhere around $2,000 an hour, maybe what? more. Yeah, well, but that's uh, the stand. That's the card rate. I mean, what's the friends and family rate, Austin? Uh, probably three. I think it's three thousand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew that was coming. All right. Well, I mean, so yeah, uh, you, you got your rating, but they're not starting you officially in rotation. What till after the first of the year? Is that what's going on, or what? Um. So I actually start like the like actual flight, like a line flying, uh, process, like next week I'm yeah. going up, uh, going to go start flying it, but, uh, it's just taken forever to like get the type rating. I'm so happy that that's behind me now. Right. And now I can actually like start doing my job. Okay. But what does that mean? Line flying? What do you mean? Like in rotation when they got a, yeah. In, in rotation, yeah. uh, you know, flying for your, uh, whatever days you're on, then mm-hmm. you get your days off and, Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. It'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. So, I mean, it works like, uh, what, there's a headquarters there in Naples or something, and and they say, okay, uh, we got Joe or, well, oh, we got Greg from Just Plain Radio, just booked a trip to L.A., who's next in line, and, and you might be the guy, and then you're the one waiting for me when they I, I pull up my limo and want to fly Great. a jet to the it, West Coast. It's basically like that. There's a little more, bit more to it than that, but, yeah, yeah essentially, just... Oh, I'm I'm your guy for the day, yeah. and there we go. Let's go. Right. Is it just you, or uh, do you have a co-pilot with you in these things? So I'm technically the co-pilot. Ah, so okay. Since 
since it's a complex aircraft, you do need the two pilot crew right. to fly it. So I'll be sitting right seat, and then Mr. Captain's on the left side. Yeah. And how long do you got to do this before you uh, become the guy on the other side? Probably a year or two. Okay. Got to get a bunch of hours in, I guess, right? Yeah. Is it a hours huge experience? Huge pay uh, difference between the co-pilot and the pilot? Or do we know? I mean, it's definitely worth it, I'd say, probably. Okay. But you haven't looked at the numbers yet. Yeah. It's like one exactly. one small step for Austin, mm-hmm. one huge leap for Greg and Dennis. Because he's going to get us that friends and family rate on that Learjet. We're going to be traveling the world in style. More coming up. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Enough reindeer games. Back to the sky, boys. We need to shave three minutes off our flight time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. Yes, the most wonderful time. Oh, the most wonderful time of the year. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis and his son Austin, helping us out. Today, during the holiday shopping season, remember, give the gift of flight. It's the perfect gift, always the right color, always the right size, and could potentially change your gifties life. All right, there you go. All right, so uh, Austin just got his uh, rating for this uh, Learjet 45, right, Austin? I got it right? Yep. Okay, so all the training that you had to do, it took you, what, three months to go through this training just because they were backed up, or did it take a while to go through it all the uh, three, things, too? It took, like, three months of waiting to yeah. go to the two-week training class. Okay, so it was only two weeks. What, in a sim yep. and a lot of book work, or what? Exactly. Yeah, so uh, week one was all ground school. So showed up to the place for the Learjet 45 PIC type rating, and uh whole first week was learning all the ins and outs of the jet. You know. 
How much gas does it hold? Yeah. What does the hydraulic system do? What happens when you press this button? How does the pressurization work? How right. fast can you go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just yada, 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 yada. Yeah. Boom. End of the week, written test. Okay. Got that taken care of. The right. next week, you're in the simulator. You had uh, like four-hour sessions in the simulator. And like I have not felt as wiped as I did getting out of those simulators uh, since... I was in my like instrument training. Really? Why? There's just so much, so much happening. You know, they're on a tight schedule because they only have you for six simulator sessions and they got to teach you how to fly this yeah. jet. Mm-hmm. You already should know how to fly getting in there, but now you have to learn how to fly that jet. So it's just a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And of course, it's like the worst jet ever because nothing ever works. You, you never get to fly the jet normally. Right. Because they're throwing uh, all these curveballs at you just to knock yep. you off your game. Yeah. Yep. Curveball here, curveball there. Right. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. Learn, learn that, learn this. It it was a lot, but it was very, very fun. Like, okay. It, it was, was a fun. fun experience. Uh, so it yeah. was why it wiped you out just because it was what, just so, so much of it. I mean, and are so you, much information. Yeah. It, are you there with a bunch of other uh, students or, you know, pilots so, in training or no? Since we were initial an initial class, uh, they were telling us like they limit it to like six people in right. a class. I mm-hmm. had four people in my class, so we're all all four of us were brand new to this airframe. Yeah, so we're all like, "Hey, you know, did you understand this? Did you understand that? Like, right. you know, uh, like, whoa." <laughs> Was there one uh, in the group that you know had a tendency to bite it more than the rest of you, or was that you? Um, <clears throat> next question. Uh, no, uh, we're, uh, two of the guys that already like have jet times, yeah. uh, like times in various jets and, uh, another one of my classmates and I had zero time in jets. Mm. So him and I were both like, yo, what, <laughs> what, right. I've never done that before. Like, I understand that, but I've never had like been able to correlate that to actually like being able to do it. Mm hmm. Well, yeah. when oh, you're yeah, at that 18. level, I got to ask, you know, I mean, I, I'm just comparing this to, uh, you know, a, a beginner, you know, beginner private pilot license. Uh, this is a whole nother level, though. But do you still have those moments with the instructor where, you know, you, you, you do something and, and he kind of rolls his eye and goes, oh, God, this is not this isn't going well. Uh, or is it more professional than, you know, my it experience was- in flight training? <laughs> It was a lot more professional because, um, like, at the beginning of the week, they said, we're not here to teach you how to fly. Hmm. We're here how to teach you, like, we're here to teach you how to fly this Learjet. So we shouldn't have to teach you how to do a steep turn. Right. But we'll teach you how to do it and the kind of secrets of the Lear 45. Hmm. All right. Secrets. Can you share one of those? I mean, are they kind of finicky or there's little, uh, you know, tricks Biggest biggest one that's like. The tricks and techniques, like yeah. uh, the steep turns. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the little like flight director attitude indicator cue. Yeah. If you just put the little square right above the horizon line, you're golden. Okay. And, and, as, and you know, just add, keep it right there. You'll be good to go. Yeah. Keep it right there. Add 2% N1. Boom. You're solid. Right. And sure enough, it was like, oh, wow. Okay. That was easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay. they, they've done this once or twice and they're just showing us how to do it now yeah but you never had any of those moments where the instructor kind of rolled his eyes and just goes oh boy this is this is not going as good as i would like it to you didn't have any of those moments with any of your crew 
No, I didn't. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Like I said, I don't know, would that be a typical thing, uh, Dennis, or if it got to that point when you're at that level, they they kind of go, they don't roll their eyes. They just like, uh, what, yellow card the guy and and uh, say, get, hey, get come back tomorrow. Yeah, get the hell yeah. out. You're well, you got to remember at this stage of the game, like Austin said, um, you know how to fly the airplane. You've mm-hmm. already got, you know, th- you know, a thousand hours or more of flight time before you even come there. So the the chances of them rolling up an in route chart and whacking on the head for making a mistake is probably pretty slim. Right. You know, it's not like a rookie mistakes, but like Austin was saying that you have to learn the specifics of this particular airframe. And there's a lot of little quirks and a lot of little techniques that you can pick up from them that will make you a much more proficient pilot uh, for that particular plane. And that's the kind of type of the things that they're trying to teach him so that he can focus on managing the systems and not have to worry about the, the minutia type of stuff. Right. Well, but are, do you have the opportunity to kind of just go screw off for a little bit too there, there, uh, Austin and, and take the sim yeah. into some we, kind of weird thing or situation? We had some extra time on the last day. So we went and, uh, we did a like C fit demo and, we took off out of Colorado Springs and turned direct to Pikes Peak. Okay. And we were at, we at 12,000 feet. Pikes Peak is, you know, 14,000 and change or whatever. Uh-huh. We waited till the airplane yelled at us to do something about the terrain and did the, like, terrain escape maneuver. Hmm. Well, we still just headed directly towards the mountain, but cleared the mountain by 4,000 feet by the time we got to the peak. Hmm. Well, don't, so they the have, Viet- uh, don't they have tunnels? You should have flown through, like, a tunnel or something. <laughs> there's an idea for next time yeah next you know red time. bull's already done that with a smaller plane yeah but you, he could do that in the sim you know but just for fun right then we went and uh teleported over to LaGuardia, and uh we i got the better than sully award really uh, don't tell him that but <laughs> we uh we took off and uh there was report of a bird you know birds in the area and yeah. we got a dual flame out and actually made it back to LaGuardia. i think i landed on like three one or something like that yeah it was not a pretty landing but i landed how about when you say you had a bird uh warning was that like just programmed in or you knew that was coming and you guys set um, this up uh, or what air quotes atc told us right okay which is his buddy like hey dude see if you can do this yeah see if you can pull a sully and and you actually got back to the aircraft or got back to the airport huh but uh to quote uh sully and and by extension the movie you know you didn't have the human factors element it was oh okay you know i see what's going on like i'm just going to turn immediately rather than figure out what the hell's going on right then you're already too far you have to go to the hudson yeah so but now you can say sully got nothing on you right (laughs) yeah we aren't going to let details get in the way of no of course not yeah, you said you got back to the airport. You didn't say if the aircraft was in uh, one piece or maybe a few. Well, we or... we landed the the gear touched down, not yeah. the belly, so we're good. Okay, well that's all that matters. And uh, he he lived to talk about it in his simulated approach. Simulator, yeah, <laughs> that's a good time uh, when you have those adult toys to play with for sure. And by that I mean simulators, just so we're clear. Coming up next, what can you take on your aircraft? During the holidays, there's some things that uh, you may want to avoid. That's next. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
off with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Boy, these gusty winds appear to be playing havoc with that giant nutcracker float. At this point, I can't even see the nuts. They must have blown away. Oh, 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 and the bottle of rum. Santa's run off to the Caribbean. A week in the tropics and he'll be all right. Sporting a tan as he rides out of sight. Merry Christmas to all and to all. Good night. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis and his son Austin uh, with us today as well as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, during the holidays, there are an added list of things that you should not bring on a commercial airline carrier. Now, some of these are obvious, I think, and some of them may not be so obvious. I mean, first off, is is fruitcake on the list? Can you bring a fruitcake on a well, commercial carrier fruitcake for the holiday? is on the list, and as much as we think it should not be allowed to be brought on the airplane or even be purchased uh it, it, you can bring one with okay it, that's that's on the legit i, I would have thought that would fall under the uh weapon category and well know. it can be weaponized you throw that thing and it's going to leave a welt exactly they're thick hard and heavy and that's usually a bad combo uh but yep. supposedly people eat them i haven't I've, i don't know if i've ever actually i've tried them they're not that bad I always thought there was only like two in existence and you know, they're constantly, you're gifting it to someone. They're gifting True. it back to someone else. It's a little bit same, of that. Yep. Same fruitcake. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about a Hickory farm smoked sausage? I'm pretty sure that one's going to be okay too. Really? Again, that okay. could be used as a bludgeon, but I think you're going to be okay. Well, my but Christmas shopping's look- done then. So I'm good. <laughs> Right. Yeah, if you look at the TSA's website, their their general guidelines, and this is for you know not just the holiday season, but if you can spill it, spread it, spray it, pump it, or pour it, and it's larger than three point four ounces, it needs to go in a checked bag. Mm, okay. So you know the things that they call out specifically is eggnog, champagne, sparkling cider, cranberry sauce. You know, God forbid we have that on the plane. Yeah, uh, preserves like jellies and jams and. For all the Canadians and the folks in Vermont, uh, you know, you're going to have to check that maple syrup, too. You cannot bring that on the plane. That is considered a liquid or a gel, and you're not allowed to have those in your carry-on. Okay. Well, I got a question then, because I almost picked up a bottle of bourbon at CVG at Cincinnati Airport. They have the cork and bottle bourbon store there in the uh, in the terminal. And I asked the guy, I said, no, you know, this stuff looks pretty good. This would be a great gift for me. But am I allowed to take this on the airplane? He said, oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's over sure, three ounces. Because you're already through, well, but you're already through security. Oh, that's what it is. It's not okay. bringing it on the plane. Gotcha. It's bringing it back to security checkpoint. So if you bought it at the duty-free or if you bought it at a store inside mm-hmm. there, that's good. You can go buy it, you know, a two-liter Diet Coke or, or, or a big bottle of water in the airport at a gift shop right. and take it on the plane with you. It's fine. Okay. You just can't bring it to the checkpoint. So your Christmas jams and jellies, pick them up after you get through security. Uh, and pay, expect to pay twenty times retail, but then you can bring it on the aircraft. Makes no sense whatsoever, does it? But it's safer now. How so? Because you pay twenty times as much for it, it's now safer. Oh well, okay, yeah. <laughs> now, are there any other obvious things, uh, or it's just uh, a friendly reminder to keep it under three ounces? If you're going to take any kind of liquid well, so product. The, 
Yeah, the liquid products was, a, you know, the three ounce rule. But, uh, you know, a lot of people are asking, well, what can I bring a pie? Because if you think about a pumpkin pie, that's mm. got the same consistency of cranberry sauce. But apparently that's okay. Really? So, again, there's some gray areas here. It says fruitcakes are okay. Cookies, cakes, and pies, chocolates, candy canes, fruit and nut baskets, spices. Hey, you can even bring a whole ham, frozen or cooked. Your choice. Those are all okay to carry on. So, wow, carry on. Interesting. Uh, what, what is that? Uh, this is a ham pie. That's what it is. Or it's a jelly pie. No, no, jelly. Sorry. Yeah, but you if you put it in a pie pan, how would they know? It's 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 and uh, it's Granny's uh, jelly pie. That's what we uh, we yeah. I mean, how can they argue with that? It's Graham Graham's uh, jelly pie. It, and unfortunately, there's no common sense to it at all. It's really up to the TSA agent, and right. they're they're the uh, judge Here, and jury. Have and- a taste <laughs> if you like it. Let it go. If, well, actually, if they like it, they're gonna they're, they're gonna, gonna flag it. Exactly. It. Yep. Yeah. Where does all that crap go? Have you ever wondered, what, especially the good stuff, like uh, the tasty stuff? Like that, I mean, uh, do they just split it up at the end of the shift? Like, hey, man, we scored great today. It gets, mm. you know, it gets disposed. I mean, when it, the guns, well, not guns, but the knives and other things like well, that. Well, yeah, they, I'm not talking about that. box and auction those off. But, I'm talking about the holiday uh, goodies, you know, the things, the the jellies, the jams, the, the maple syrup. You know, if it's over four, you know, over three ounces, I mean, hey, you know, that's that's quality <laughs> goodie stuff you yeah, know unfortunately I mean? it gets trashed they have what? to dispose of it uh, they there's uh, been a couple of videos that i've seen on the internet of what customs does and the stuff that they seize at the checkpoints you know when you know if you're bringing in a, a basque ham from italy or something like or from yeah. france or wherever you know that the stuff that you're not allowed to bring in here and people try to bring in anyway or fresh fruit it all gets like ground up and composted and you know, they, they just can't risk it. Are you sure? I got an email over the weekend. It said I could buy an entire pallet of crap of over, you know, Amazon overstock stuff. And I figured that, uh, you know, there was really test TSA stuff too. It could be pennies on the dollar perishable 25 bucks for an entire pallet of crap. Yeah, it's a total yeah, it only scam. costs you $100 to get rid of the garbage, right? Yeah, exactly. There's a little bit of that. All right. Well, uh, you know, the moral of that story is buy it after security or just don't bring it uh, on the aircraft. Or better yet, fly private and you bring whatever the hell you want to bring, right? Yeah, if it fits, it ships, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the, the beautiful part of uh, general aviation for sure. Yeah, I mean, as far as flying your Learjet 45s, there, Austin. What are the restrictions that you put on your passengers, or do do you, uh, if they charter the boat um, or charter the the flight, they can do whatever they want, or what? Without getting nuanced, basically no hazmat. Yeah, well, of course, yeah, nothing like but, dangerous. But other, other than, than that, than it's that, like their own. Other than that, it's aircraft, a lot. Isn't it? It's a lot less restrictive than TSA. Yeah, um, but like. As the flight crew, we still have to know everything that's going on in the airplane and make sure that we're not causing danger to ourselves or other people. Right. So, but if somebody came on with a jar of, uh, well, four ounce bottle of maple syrup from Canada, uh, they're good to go as far as you're concerned. I would, I would think so. Or would you skim uh, an ounce off of that for yourself and then say, oh yeah, it's good now. I might, there might be some bartering that happens. Okay. All right. Yeah, to be able to get onto the airplane, right? But you don't have to abide by the same TSA stuff, even uh, if you're chartering a flight like that. 
It's much more loose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I like that. I that that would be another reason to go. And once again, that friends that, and family rate will be like what double the typical rate. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's four thousand an hour now. Uh huh. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas to us, Dennis. <laughs> now I'm still trying to figure out how many hours in the Mooney that is and where we can go. A lot. But, I'm thinking. But, but it's a lot. But it also would be really fun to go fly that way. I mean that that it would. would be. I mean, really if Austin would come back to Earth with his rates, I mean, it would be a Christmas miracle, I think. And it'd make his heart two sizes too big. Is that how it works? For the holidays, you'd want to do that, wouldn't you? Austin, come on. Who's your buddy? Who's your pal? If we all pull together, I think we could maybe squeeze out 5000 an hour. How about, how about <laughs> uh, we charge by the minute? Can we do this? Oh, by can the minute. Just, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to charter the plane for 30 seconds, please. I'll I'll chip in for 30 seconds. Dennis will pick up a couple hours. We'll be good to go. I'll have to refer you to the scheduling department then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. There's a little bit of that. All right. You going to do any more holiday flying over the season there, Dennis? I mean, do you have any deliveries? Oh, yeah. you have I don't to? have any specific deliveries, yeah. but I definitely want to get out and go do some local traveling around Florida here just because it is the holiday season and I want to enjoy it. I've well, it's Christmas light season. Down and and I have those. family coming from Minnesota that's going to be coming down. And so I might wind up uh, flying with my brother, uh, maybe up to Orlando for a day or something like that. We're just going to see what happens. Yeah. But with the holidays, we're going to have lots of family down. So I'm sure we're going to have a lot of people that want to go places, do things, go for a plane ride. Any like excuse. you said, to look at the Christmas lights. That's yep. right. Uh, any excuse to you can go fly your aircraft. Take advantage of it. And on that note, we'll wrap it up for this week. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning, learning to fly. To fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.